You're listening to 1590 Afterwards, uh, where we talk about all the things that happen here on the KVTA Morning Show and everything that's going on in the world. How did today's show go, Spence? I was there for a lot of it. Yeah, you were there for a lot of it. We had a full house, Stephen Gama in, and we had Kat from Live 105.5. So we had a really, really good time. Just, uh, I think it's the, the most fun I have on the morning show when you just have a bunch of people. The balloon's in the air and everybody's batting it about. So good conversation, good laughs. I really like it uh, when we, we get back to that style of conversation. The roundtable's always fun. Absolutely. Better than talking to yourself on a wall. Yeah, and so, trust me, yeah, it comes up occasionally. Okay, we got to talk about a couple of things here. One of them in the news. Have you seen what they're calling the cringe video of uh, former Vice President Mike Pence getting gasoline? Mm-mm. Oh, it's pretty funny. Uh, so maybe as we're chatting about this, I can uh, I can roll it up so you can see it and uh, and see what is wrong with this. Now, I don't think it's really his fault as much because it's a commercial being filmed. Now, we did learn very, very recently in the last month, the fine state of Oregon finally allowed customers to pump their own gas. Oh, wow. For decades, you could not pump gas as a civilian. You had to be an employee of the gas station. And that caused a few problems. One of the big problems was uh, the fact that it costs more. Because it's not self-serve, you got to pay for an employee. So there's always that. Not to uh, mention, it caused problems for all those comedians. What are they going to make fun of when they go up there? That's the first 15, 20 minutes of every comedian's road dog joke when they get up there. <laughs> size of the drink and pumping gas, yeah. So this has been an issue. Now, the whole gist of Mr. Pence talking about the gas, as he goes up to the gas pump, he says, remember when gas was like $2 a gallon? Well, clearly, he doesn't come to California very much because actually we can say, no, you know, yeah. don't really remember $2. Okay, somebody as old as me does. Uh, but that's really, really uh, reaching back. So he does his little spiel on the gasoline as, because he's uh, showing that he's a guy, right. he takes a pump off as he's talking, and he's filling up the truck that he drives up in. Well, there's a problem. Uh-oh. He doesn't hit the button to get gas, mm-hmm. you know, to select the fuel grade. And you can hear the deet, 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 <laughs> like it's waiting for him to, to do what he's supposed to do, like put in the card and do all of that. So it, it's pretty funny. But one of the things that nobody else, I swear, I think I'm the only person who's picked this up. It was on Fox News, and I, I want to find it. Uh, but there's another funny thing within the pumping of gas, because as you go, okay, you pull up to the pump. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you get out of your car. You open up your gas thing. You put in your credit card if it's self-serve. Arco used to have where you could actually feed with bills. Remember when they Oh, yeah, that? I remember that. Yeah. Throw, I'm going to put in $60. And you do it that way. Then you go and you select your grade and you pull off the nozzle, you put it in the car, and you fill up. It's pretty basic. Right. Well, when he pulls up, he doesn't do that. Have you seen it yet on your no, phone? No, I'm trying to find I'm it right now. I'm just not finding it here. Uh, but the other funny thing is we know when you hold the gas pump, the handle, there's the little lever that you click to make the gas go. Yeah. His hand goes oh, yeah. under it. <laughs> I can see it. And and he's not holding, he's not even holding the, leather, the lever uh, for that matter. So you're looking at the video right now? Yeah, I'm looking at the video. There's you a guy. can even pump it up because people will hear it over Well, here. there's a guy doing commentary. That's the oh, only part of it. Yeah. Okay. okay, so he's reaching in. He's grabbing, the, he's grabbing the pump. He's shaking it towards the camera. Now he's sticking it in. 
and you see where he's not holding the lever. Yeah. So he's got his hand on his hip. It's, like it's, it's, I do this all the time. It's pretty funny. Now this is what I'll say. You've done video work in your life. A little bit. Yeah. What people don't realize, and I only did a very very little bit, is. You forget if you're doing some kind of an acting and you have to hit marks and actors talk about like drinking a soda or when they're eating a meal, how you have to fit in the dialogue. And they say it's a different coordination that you don't realize until you do it. Mm -hmm. So here they probably had the prompter up and Mr. Pence was looking at that. And, he, and nobody said, oh, remember, you got to push the button. Right. Because he delivers and he delivers his statement very well. Right. But clearly he is not a good <laughs> gas vendor. <laughs> Now, the problem with all of this is they've got the debates coming up in about a week. Oh. Do you think a certain candidate's going to bring it up? No. No. Mr. Trump That's might say, awesome. hey, Philip, yeah, it, it, it will be funny because you know it's going to come up. I rank this possibly as big as the Dukakis helmet oh, when right, he right. was in the tank. Something that people just couldn't get over because mm -hmm. it was just so weird. Uh, so that's what he did. But whoever was on the set, why wasn't somebody looking? Because, you know, you're acting, you're reading. That's generally when you fill up a, a car, you're not talking to a camera. So all of us probably could have made this mistake. Yeah. But it's just going to nail them. There's also this thing, too, where um, a lot of people, when they record a video, they do this thing where they watch it right before they post it to make sure there's nothing crazy like, you know. <laughs> it's like proofreading copy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many of these uh, handbills? You got your giggle stuff yeah. up here. You, you have like your card show. You read it forwards, backwards, up and mm -hmm. down. You give it to the kids. You give it to anybody. Find a typo. I'll give you five bucks. Yeah. And you just really make sure there's not a typo. To show you that we're human and stupid here too, uh, Rico, wise guy from upstairs, we d did an event with our our tent, mm -hmm. and he calls up and he says, "Hey, how long have you been KTVA?" Oh, the person right. who had our tent, I think you were there for that. Mm -hmm. That was at Green Thumb. That's right. And it was KTVA. <laughs> Jim Naylor, thank you very much, Jim, saved us on that because he, he fixed it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's all of those things. Everybody makes the mistake. It's too bad. Just like Bill Buckner, God rest his soul, he made his mistake with a World Series effort. That wasn't a June game on a Saturday in Philadelphia. It was prime time. Yeah. So when something like that happens. And it wasn't in the second inning. Even yeah. in the same game in the second inning, it's long forgotten. It's different. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it'll, it's just funny. And, and how you know, everybody's looking for that moment when the other guy screws up. And when they do, you go, whew. Yeah. Know, that's one off ours. Uh, so that's the deal. But we, we thought it was a funny story. I'm not pro so or con, left, right, not making any uh, decision here. But you put it the best. Who was the one that didn't take a look at that and see the three main errors that were executed on the taping of this? Who was the guy in charge and where is he working now? Yeah, that's a bummer because that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. That's a really big deal. As yep. silly as it is, it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. So everybody's uh, jumping on him. Uh, over that. So that is uh, something else. The Ventura County Fair, you're not a big fair guy, right? No, not particular. I mean, when the kids were littler and you you were able to kind of see the, um, you know, the way they received it, all the lights and mm -hmm. all that, that was fun. But, you know, the kids aren't really as into it anymore. So it's, you know, I, I kind of enjoy the things the kids like a little more. One of my favorites and somebody you've never 
probably listened to in your life. Neil Young has a song called Sugar Mountain. And the whole thing is you can't be 20 on Sugar Mountain because when you're, it's noisy at the fair and all your friends are there, he harkens back to grade school at the fair. Then he went back when he was 20 and it was different. Mm -hmm. I think that happens a lot. So unless you see it through your children's eyes or something like that, it's just different. I went to the fair on a Friday. It was fun. If you think about nightclubs, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, mm-hmm. but you think about nightclubs and you go and it's usually people in their yeah. earlier 20s and maybe some in their 30s and a couple of clueless folks my age that <laughs> already lost their hearing. But a lot of it is it's the sound and the, oh, I need to get up in the morning. And the yeah, it's funny. <laughs> people say Same. things like, oh, you're old and I, I don't want to be this guy. But it's like, look, been there, done that. You know, I've been there and I've done that. I've been to a lot of shows. So now the only thing I really like going to is comedy. Yeah. The only event stuff I like going to is comedy because the vibe's always different. It's a funny, which is a good thing, and you're just not dealing with that. And I don't want to lose my hearing to any band, whether it's right. Neil Young, ACDC. I don't care who it is. And the one show of all the bloody people, because I've been to a lot of shows, seen Nugent and Rush, just name them. I've seen all the big, loud bands like ACDC. Neil can be ridiculously loud. The guy that almost put my hearing out John Waite, the missing you guy. <laughs> Colleen and I, 20-some years ago, went to a show at the Ventura Theater, and I said, no. We left after four songs because oh. I didn't have any. And I just, no, I'm not losing my hearing. And he was great. He was a good interview, too. But I'm not losing my hearing to that. So all the creaky old guy things that I have, another damn line. You know, you just get into that mode. You don't want to do it. So speaking of comedy, we have two things that you are the uh, the chief. You're the head guy. It's Giggles. When's the next Giggles show? Yeah, we have a big Giggles show coming up. It's uh, the last Friday, August 25th. My buddy Claude Stewart, uh, you've seen Claude Stewart on That 70s Show. He's been on all kinds of TV shows. Um, he's... he's um, um, He's a writer on a program, so he has some time on his hands right now. As you know, some of those guys have a little bit of, uh, they're going Mm -hmm. through the whole strike thing. Uh, But Claude's going to be here. He's going to be joining us um, on August 25th. Really funny dude. I've known him, uh, just like Bartnick. I've known him for about 20 years and uh, just a really good professional and, and, uh, you know, working comic that's all over the place. So it's going to be a really fun show along with me, DMV Mike, and a, a whole cast of Special guests. We the special guests are really fun because, um, you know, we like to use our, you know, our venue as kind of like a, a, a proving grounds for people. And a lot of Jennifer Jennifer Sturger actually sends a lot of her comics that go through her workshop, and they're a lot. They're very good comics. Like the the women are very good. Well, last time was great. Uh, who's the hockey guy again? Does oh, Joe show. Bartnick. Yeah, yeah, with Fraser Smith, a great mm-hmm. DJ. He was fantastic. He was really funny. And you could tell he was working material because he said, what did I write down? But then it would be really funny. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I got a note on this. And he would be really, really funny. So kosher with comedians. It's okay for a comedian to do their stuff during the strike because it's their stuff? How does that work out because of the writer's strike? Yeah, the stand-up thing is totally different. And it's, uh, that's, they're, they're, uh, they're doing their own um, creation. They're doing their own, you know, their, like their own voice. Um, and I, I, I'm not really sure how that would work as far as the, you know, you know as far as the, the Hollywood people go. But I, I do know that these guys are, you know, they're not getting what they deserve on the, on the writer front. So 
you know, they should be able to go out and do whatever they can and use their gift. I think it's kind of a special thing that they're able to go out and go, okay, well, I can't write for you, but I can do my own stuff, boost up my own voice for a little bit. So, and believe that once this thing's over, there's going to be a new level of competition. There's going to be people who've been working through this that are, you know, ready to come out of the gate with a lot of fire stuff. It's going to be really fun. And so let's uh, look forward to all of that. I saw the comedy at Santa Paula Airport. It was really fun and laughed through the whole thing. The kids loved it. The wife loved it. We really had a great time at Vern's table. So enjoy that. Then there's the card show. Yeah, we have the card show coming up. That's October 1st. We're going to be start announcing the autograph guests next week. Officially, we'll start naming them and putting them out there on the social media. Um, we're going to have several autograph guests. Last time we had two uh, primary autograph guests. We had Tabitha Ricci from... Um, the UFC, she's become a really hot prospect. She's won uh, several since she appeared there um, at the expo. And we have um, and we had Olden Polonies who played in the NBA. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna level up. We're gonna have more athletes and more opportunities to to meet people and and you know create these great experiences. So I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. We have a, a little bit of vendor space still available. So visit VenturaExpo.com to find out more about that. And we'll get you get you hooked up. It's going to be a really good time. And one thing I have to talk about, since we got a little sporty there with the cards, but it's all collectible cards. That's one great thing about the show. Did you hear what happened with the Phillies? Now, as we record this on Thursday, this happened yesterday. So the Phillies pitcher, Lorenzen, throws a no-hitter. I don't know, yeah. He throws a no-hitter. The other guy and uh, the youngster, he's not really a youngster. His name is Wilson. He had been in the minor leagues. He had something like 2,200 plate appearances in the minor leagues. He got some kind of blood clot uh, injury in his shoulder that derailed his career. After 2,836 minor league plate appearances, he gets up to bat, and he hits it out. Oh, wow. So his first time in the major leagues after spending all that time in the minors— the first time up, he gets a dinger, and his man throws a no-hitter. Wow. That's crazy. So how can he get overshadowed on a story like that, and the guy throws a no-hitter? What a time to have the writers on strike, huh? Yeah, and he uh, it's just spectacular. When you see something like that happen, it's pretty cool. And the other cool thing is uh, just about his entire family was there to see it. I think that was the first no-hitter thrown against the Washington Nationals, too, I believe, huh. if I remember right. In the franchise be. history or something like that? Or at at that field or something? Yeah, it's pretty, really amazing. And the Giants fell twice to the Angels. The stanky Angels. Yeah. yeah, so it's tough now. They're down six. Uh, there's still a lot of games, though. There's 40-ish games left. The A's still have a chance to lose 115. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you have a chance. It could happen. And the Little League World Series, i got to talk about that because to get uh, out of here – it's two Southern California teams playing. Oh, cool. Yeah, to go to the Little League World Series. And the thing that's funny, everybody's saying they're going to draw more than the A's mm-hmm. because this game will sell out and they'll get about 10000 there <laughs> for this game. So that's going – the A's are averaging about 85 uh, – it's under 9,000 people at the games. And there's fans – I think there's more people walking the writer's strike than there are fans striking trying to get the A's to stay. Yeah. I don't know what the level of the deal is right now. I, I think bad. it's a done deal, though. Uh, but, yeah, for the history that they have in Oakland, it is sad times that they 
just can't support the team. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And, and for Oakland, you know, the A's, they have to look at it as a business. We have to move mm-hmm. on to what's better. And the city of Oakland sitting here looking, going, we just lost the Warriors. We lost the Raiders. Here go our beloved A's. And that's it. They don't even have their old Oakland Oaks like they had in the Pacific Day, Coast yeah, Days League. nothing going on. Now, the only thing that's saving Oakland right now is the uh, influx of these, uh, you know, cyber, whatever they're calling them these days. Uh, you know, out of uh, the world of com- it's Silicon Valley, that's like 40 years old. I don't mm-hmm. know if, what do they call it now? Whatever the tech uh, tech corridor. But everybody's moving into Oakland, so that could help. But they're not going to have any of the teams. Even when I was a kid, it was the Oakland Seals was their hockey team. Oh, yeah. And they ended up going to San Jose. And that was uh, the trade-off there. So I feel sad because I was raised, uh, I was in the eighth grade when Vita Blue was pitching. So I knew all those guys. And then I was also in with the Bash brothers and all the greatness they had there. So I saw the two versions of the A's that were best teams in baseball at the time. They were really, really good. Last three in a row. What's that now? The A's, the last team to win three series in a row. Oh, they, they I probably. Yeah, because they, they did. Now, the Giants did the great run, but they were three out of five. They did the every other. Every other, yeah. Which was pretty cool. But I do believe the A's are the last one to take three straight. That's right, because the Yankees would do two, and then you'd think that they were rolling, and then they Yeah, then they go out. Yeah. Uh, just like that. We're done. That's All right. It. Well, thanks for listening to 1590 Afterwards. Be sure to like and subscribe at us on all of those podcasting networks and on the KBTA app.